Hello there, Daniel. How are you going? Hey Ben. Hey. I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm sweltering in this summer heat in Berlin. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, I'm very well. Thank you very much. You're very kind for asking. Thank you for joining. It's uh, a pleasure to have you here. Uh, yeah, it's uh, hopefully we'll have a nice chat, get to know you and uh, the man behind Tabular Editor and a plethora of other things. That's the guy right there. Yep. <laughs> um, do you want to give a bit of a background about yourself, who you are, or that kind of things, and then we'll kind of go into it and start chatting? Sure. Yeah, so I'm Daniel. Uh, I'm the tablet editor guy. Um, at least that, that's, uh, I believe, the, the, the thing I'm, I'm mostly known for. Um, so I'm 37 year old, years old. I live in, uh, in Denmark with my wife and my three kids. Nice. Um, and uh, I'm employed at a Danish consulting company called uh, Capacity. Uh, so I actually started out as a BI uh, consultant, uh, doing okay. primarily BI on, on Microsoft uh, tech. Mm-hmm. Um, and then back in 2016 uh, is when I uh, started working on, uh, on tablets in my, my spare time uh, since I was uh, having some challenges, facing some challenges with, uh, <laughs> with a tablet model uh, at a customer. At, at the time, we were working on uh, SQL mm-hmm. Server analysis services. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you know, uh, we only had uh, the, the option of using Visual Studio for editing mm-hmm. and, and, and developing this model. And this model had started to, to grow kind of big, mm-hmm. uh, like... 100 tables or so, give or take, 1,000 measures. And it just started to become, you know, too slow. Uh, yeah. And I figured that had to be a better way. And that's basically how, how tabulators have started. Love it. I love the number of stories that start with there has to be a better way. And yeah, exactly, exactly. That's uh, it's a yeah. wonderful thing. It always makes me smile because I, it's, it's not just people who, you know, create something. It's people who get involved in this in- industry. You're doing one thing and it's it's a monotonous process or it doesn't work and then there is a certain mindset that people have to there has to be a better way you know either you learn a new skill or another way to go is you build the most popular power bi program which is yeah. of course time to answer. <laughs> yeah well I, I mean in, in my mind i think that the best tools are always the ones that are born out of sheer frustration yeah. and i think that that uh, that absolutely applies to uh, to, to tablet editor absolutely and so yeah when we when i mean it's so let's just dive straight into it when you were the first thinking of this idea is this is inception of, of tabular editor was it was your thought, okay, just to make this project easier or with the thought of, okay, this can also be like really scalable. This can be something that can solve a lot of problems for lots of people. Yeah. So honestly, I had no idea where it would go uh, when I started working on it. So, so the, the specific scenario was that uh, the, the, the customer I was working with uh, came to me one day and said they, they wanted to change the name of a display folder. Uh, and the thing was that this display folder contained maybe 800 measures or so in a, in a nested folder structure. And they wanted to change the name of the, the folder at the root level. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, I'm just going to go through all of the meshes within this uh, folder structure one by one and change them. And every time I make a change, it takes 20, 30 seconds for the for the model to update. So mm-hmm. this is going to take 10 working days, give or take. <laughs> and obviously, the, the customer <laughs> wasn't satisfied uh, <laughs> by that. So so I, I, I figured that, that again, that, that had to be a better way. So, so the mm-hmm. first thing I did was to, to just crack up the, the, the model.bim file, you know, the model metadata file mm-hmm. in that editor yeah. to see if may, maybe I could do some fancy search and replace or something like that in, in, within the, the, the metadata. But the problem was that uh, the, the name that had to be uh, changed mm-hmm. was sort of a generic, like maybe sales or revenue or something, something like that. Classic, that yeah. yeah, something where it would probably be too dangerous to just issue mm-hmm. a search and replace uh, throughout the file. Uh, and that's when I realized that that Microsoft had actually provided this uh, excellent API uh, for mm-hmm. working with the model metadata programmatically. Uh, the the infamous Tom um, uh, tableau object model, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that the, the actual name of it is AMO Analysis Services Management Objects uh, is the okay. name of, of that API. Um, and I had some uh, I, I had some some programming background from uh, from a previous job. I could do uh, I could write a little bit C sharp. And so actually, I, I figured, okay, uh, let me sit down for a couple of hours to to work with this API, see if I can do something, write a small script or something, something like that, that that could change this display mm-hmm. folder across all of these uh, many many measures. 
And within, I think, maybe two hours, I, I sort of, uh, I, I've written a small program that uh, the, the, the only functionality this program had was that it could open up a model.bim file, display mm -hmm. the, the meshes within, folder uh, within the folder structure, and then let you rearrange uh, the meshes simply by dragging and dropping. That's cool. So once I had that, you know, I, I could solve the, the, the problem the, the customer had within minutes. Um, oh. And that's when it hit me that, hey, why mm. stop there? I mean, why not use this excellent API to, you know, edit everything in the model, mm. not just the, the, the display folders. And that's where, when it started. Um, and and, and just shortly after that, I released uh, Tabulators as an, as an open source tool. Mm. And, and yeah, and the rest is history, as they say, right? Fantastic. I can imagine that's one of those situations where it's not obviously just fantastic that you can do that. It's also, I can imagine, I don't have this, this skill set to do what you did, but imagine that it's the situation where you do it, but also it's incredibly fun to do it because you realize the potential. And then, you know, as you say, you know, you know you're solving a problem, but just when you yeah. kind of go down that road, it's like, well, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. Kind of yeah, yeah. And, and so I always uh, had a feeling like for, for, for programming, like uh, coding in, in C sharp, but also with, with DAX and SQL and all of these various programming languages, mm. th these are because, you know, uh, it's, it's a way to be creative. And, and, and doing something creative. So people like me who, who cannot really use their hands to, you know, paint pretty pictures or, you know, doing carpentry or, or, or any of that, that kind of stuff. Um, we sometimes can't help but feel that, oh, wow, it's, it's amazing how other people can be creative in, in, in these areas and, and build amazing things with their hands. Hmm. Uh, but then when you think about it, you know, programming stuff, making stuff work on a, on a machine, that's also a, a sort of... A, Create creative process, right? And, and yeah. that's that's sort of my. <laughs> I mean, I'm inclined to agree. I may be biased because um, I don't want to speak for you, but I I really I don't have artistic uh, artistic skills. I'm not musical. I've tried many times to play instruments, but I every single time fail. Um, but I do feel that it's kind of I would consider, as you say, to be kind of it's creative because you have yeah. to think in a different way. I mean, it's a different sort of creativity, and people who are artistically creative we might think that's not creative but yeah for my mindset it, it absolutely is yeah um, yeah and, and and moreover i i i barely feel like i'm i'm i'm, I'm working as I'm, I'm i'm doing it so so for example if i'm designing a new feature and thinking about how i want this stuff to work and thinking about how, how i want the code uh, mm. written and so on I, I mean i really enjoy it uh, mm. so it's it, it it's actually more of a hobby than than an actual job and so Getting paid at the same time—that's just you know, <laughs> yeah. amazing. Yeah, um, I can imagine. Yeah, no, it, it's a wonderful thing to have. I I say to my to people quite often, I do feel extraordinarily lucky that my job, whilst of course it can be a lot and it can be stressful, oh. and but also there are I think probably more moments than a lot of people where you think this is actually awesome. I really love doing what I'm doing, and I never really, I never, I can't remember the last time I kind of thought oh man i really i could i don't want to go to work because exactly. you know yeah yeah i feel exactly the same way i mean yeah. for sure that that can be days where you're just uh, you know drowning in in support work which is it is also a fun thing to do but not as fun as being you know freely creative and and building new new stuff I think there's this also you put out of your mind when you're doing the really recreative stuff that a few steps down the road comes the really monotonous kind of documentation type part. It's like the whole pleasure pain thing, um, but it's there and it's 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 a wonderful thing to have to just sit down and it's the learning process which I enjoy. I never yeah. I I can't remember the last time I really had a day where I didn't learn anything, you know. And uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's. Is, uh... That's yeah. this line of work, I guess. I mean, there's, there's so much stuff happening all the time. Also, you know, with, with the new tech coming out of Microsoft. So recently with the with the announcement at Build, the Power BI data mart. So now there's yeah. a brand new thing to 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 look into and and, and to read some blogs and, mm. and see how it works, test it out and so on. So Absolutely. Yeah, you, you, you definitely gotta gotta stay on your toes. Yeah. Do you I'm just putting up some comments here about people saying save you so much time. I think really anyone who I mean, I was a late uh adopter, is that the correct yeah, adopter or user of of tablet edit, I have to say. I um 
I was working on a project that went on longer than I thought it would go on. And then I said, look, when this project finishes, then I'm going to start using tablet editor. Cause I don't want to start like when I'm like in the final month, it might kind of actually not help more hinder. I'm not sure. But then I was like, next project starts. I'm going to, but by that point, you know, I had Bernat already was writing stuff and tablet editor that could, you know, control the international space station. And I'm opening it. I'm like, what's, what's this? If I click on this button, what happens? And, uh, <laughs> but once I got into it, it was, uh, as everyone is saying, the, the time saving thing, as you mentioned, I mean, that, that was the, your original point, right? It was just to save time, you know, yeah. it was just, and I, I know that I'm never going to be the person who can uses everything that this tool can do that. I know I'm not, it's like Excel, right? It's like any program that can do a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. I leave like, or, you know, even like with Power BI, if you look at all the different connectors, you know, if, when I give trainings, I will have all these connectors. This is what you can do. This is what you can connect to with Power BI. And I've worked with it for like since 2016, and I've used like 2% of them because this is just, a, you know, the needs. But the fact that you can do those things, it's just uh, amazing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So so, so the, the ambition or the vision for tablets, so to speak, is is to just make sure that, that the tool enables you to access all of the, the modeling capabilities that an mm. services Tableau has. Mm. And so it basically just exposes the, the entire Tableau object model and all of its properties and so on. Mm. Uh, it, it's not sugarcoating anything. <laughs> what you see is what you get. Yeah. Uh, so, so in that regard, I mean, I, I can fully understand why it might seem overwhelming, especially if you're new to, uh, to Tableau modeling. Yeah. Uh, because there are definitely, you know, objects and properties in there that that seem completely ob obscure, obscure, and and mm -hmm. you probably have no idea what what a, a lot of these. Pro I mean, I, I even sometimes encounter some properties where where I think, hang on, what does this thing mm -hmm. even do? Yeah. Uh, but but the the point is just to have a tool that lets you easily access these properties, and then you can always you know search. Mm. Go Google for for things you don't know what it does. And maybe maybe the Italians have made some article about it. And and so, so <laughs> the first step is to to you know to 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 be able to access this stuff uh, yeah, in, in an easy way. Yeah. Um, and yeah, experiment or or play with it. How is it with the um, from your site when when from the updates that come with Power BI, the new capabilities? Do you have to like kind of keep on top of that and kind of know what's coming, or kind of is it more like reactionary than? So, uh, un unfortunately, in my opinion, uh, we don't see a lot of updates to the to the Tableau engine itself, so mm -hmm. to, to the data model uh, side. It's mm -hmm. mostly on stuff like uh, connectors and visuals. Those are the big things. We see new updates every month, um, which unfortunately are are outside of the, the scope of, of Tableau Editor. Yeah, okay. So, um, I know that, uh, that, that uh, recently there's, there's been some talk about a new DAX function called Network Days, uh, which, that, yeah. Uh, which, yeah, which lets you like easily calculate the number of uh, working days uh, with, within a given time period. Mm. And of course, whenever something like that is being added uh, to the data model, um, I need to add support for that uh, in, mm. in Tableau and ideally before uh, this feature is, is actually released to the public. Yeah, uh, and, and that, I guess, is some of the benefits of being an, an MVP in that we, we do actually get, uh, get some information about this stuff before it hits uh, public uh, news. Mm. Yeah, makes sense. Cool. What about, because uh, I, I use Tablet Editor 3, Tablet Editor 2, of course, still exists as like an open as a open source product right is yeah. it is it planned that that will continue like it's it's absolutely yeah so we will uh, so now we actually have a, a company around uh, tablet sub 3 yeah. for the commercialization and we are committed within this company to make sure that that we always uh, also in the future uh, can provide a free version of Tableau Editor that mm. can do everything from a data modeling point of view uh, that Tableau Editor 3, uh, the commercial version, can. So yeah. we'll make sure it's kept up to date, that uh, new DAX functions and, and data modeling capabilities are, are always available in the mm. free version as well. Uh, yeah. So that, that uh, nice. any customer that, that, that needs a, a, a free tool and, and are not ready to, uh, to, to invest in, in, in the commercial version will still have uh, an open source alternative. Very cool. Very nice. Yeah. I've noticed some comments, some questions. So I'm going to bring them up. I, 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 try, I try my best to notice them. So here we've got uh, 
let's start here. What can we expect in Tablet Editor for create <laughs> visuals with tight integration with Dena? That's a good question. Yeah. So first of all, I don't think there will be a Tablet Editor 4. Uh, we are just incrementally adding uh, more features to uh, to Tablet Editor 3. Uh, mm. So I'm not. I'm, so so the reason. Uh, I mean, honestly, it 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 might have been a mistake to name it Tablet Editor. <laughs> 3. In my opinion, we should probably just call it Tablet Editor Premium or something like that. Yeah. Um, because I don't really see it as as uh, I mean it, it's 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 a different product uh, than, mm. than the free version basically, mm. um, and and we're just going to add new features over time. Now mm. for the specific feature that you requested, uh, tight integration with uh, with Deneb and, and mm. visuals and so on. I mean nothing would make me happier than than to be able to provide a, a tabular editor uh, product uh, or or some feature within tabular editor that lets you edit the the report visuals and not just the data model. But since there's no public API, any any anything we can uh, we we can do to to uh, to to uh, access uh, the the visual hierarchy, the visual tree, all of the mm. visual metadata and the reports in a supported way, then that's not something we are going to do. Yeah. Um, we, we we want to make sure that we are in supported territory, so that mm. that whatever you do through Tableau Editor, you don't run the risk of, of breaking a report or you know mm. losing data or anything like that so we have to stay on the on, on the right side of the you know um yeah, yeah. That, that that's a very fair priority <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not breaking stuff not losing data is always a, a, a good uh, aim to have yeah, so, um, especially once you're in, in commercial territory you start to have stuff like liability and so on and and so it, it's True. just not feasible to uh to to to, to apply certain hacks to access stuff yeah, uh, circumventing limitations in the end user license agreement of power bi and so on that's yeah we're not going to do any of that uh, yeah. but hopefully one day we will have an api that lets us access all of this uh interesting stuff in in in, in the reports themselves and at that point we can probably figure out something but uh, yeah do you uh, do you have a decent relationship with microsoft is that a fair question to ask i'm not sure if that was okay you can tell me the shot if you want <laughs> I, I i feel that i do for sure uh, i mean uh, uh, at least people respond to my emails uh, <laughs> thousands of questions i send them every week so <laughs> so yeah I, I definitely feel that i have a I have a good relationship um with them uh, even though i'm sometimes critical of of, of uh, the yeah, what i do and the directions they're, they're mm. heading uh, but but yeah uh, i mean uh, i i talked with, with a lot of the guys and also you know uh, in 2019 i was on site uh, at microsoft uh, in redmond uh, cool. for the power bi contributor program that's when i worked on the uh, external tools ribbon inside power bi desktop uh, the ribbon that, that lets you launch uh, external tools like mm -hmm. Tablet and Dark Studio, LM Toolkit, yeah. uh, and many, many others. Um, and uh, and yeah, I, I really got to know uh, a lot of the, the, the guys over there, uh, a lot of the people on the team. Uh, it was, yeah, overall an amazing experience to be to be in Redmond and, and, and yeah. to, to these people. I can imagine. Very nice. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Got another question from Sandy, but he's knocking out the park today yeah. with these good, these good questions. Very good. Uh, What's a big update on the tabular engine that you would like to see and how will it help? Oh, I, I have a wish list that, that has at least like 100 different items. Now, I, I, I actually have uh, a lot of things that I would like to see, uh, mostly because uh, I, I've, I've been doing Microsoft BI for many, many years. Uh, and even back in the days when uh, before tabular models were a thing, I, I built uh, analysis services multidimensional models. Mm. Uh, and in, in MDX and multidimensional, we could do a lot of interesting things. So, for example, there was a uh, concept called uh, calculated members, uh, which was like, imagine being able to, to uh, write a formula that would add a member to a dimension. So not a physical member, which was a record in a table, but a, a calculated member that you could add. So like a, a subtotal or something like that, or, or a custom roll-up uh, of a, okay. a account hierarchy or, or something like that. It, it was just tremendously powerful uh, feature. Yeah. Um, and and, uh, and and similar to that was was the, the, the possibility of defining default members. So imagine if you have something like a, a currency dimension mm -hmm. and you want it to default to a, to a specific currency in case the user didn't select anything. Yeah. So I know we, we can do that with the with DAX and switch statements uh, statements and, and and so on, but 
in multidimensional, you would actually see if, if, if you dragged in or created a slicer based on this dimension that had the default member property, then you would actually see the slicer being pre-selected to that default member uh -huh. value. Uh, so there were a lot, a lot mm. of nice little features like this uh, in, in analysis service multidimensional. And I would love to see similar features one day on, uh, on the Tableau engine. Very interesting. Does sound very cool. That is a very thorough answer. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, this one, LinkedIn user, I'm sorry. It doesn't, with LinkedIn, it doesn't bring up names and stuff, so I'm sorry for that. Um, I didn't realize, so it's basically saying it would be great to see some uh, deep dive live training on TE3 now that the tablet editor became part of the exam outline for DP500. I didn't realize that tablet editor was put on, on DP500. No, I actually, I only realized uh, a couple of weeks ago, I believe, when a colleague of mine who, who went through the, the DP500 uh, course, he, he, he discovered it and, and he told me about it. <laughs> so, so yeah, I was actually also quite surprised that, that it's now curriculum uh, at Microsoft to, to, uh, to, to know about uh, tablets. So, so That's huge. Yeah. So the, the question was around uh, if, if I could give some kind of deep dive uh, yeah. live yeah, I thought it wasn't a question, more a statement. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, but but for sure, I mean, we, we would certainly love to uh, to 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 do more uh, interactive stuff uh, around Tablet Three. We're still in at the process of fleshing out our our business and, and and hiring people, finding out how how best to deal with you know larger customers who also require a training session for onboarding purposes and so on. So it, it's still in the works, uh, and and I could certainly see something like doing live uh, training sessions uh, on online uh, be something that that we would do at some point yeah that would be a great thing to offer because i think um it's a sort of tool that I mean, as i mentioned before sometimes you use it and it's fantastic and you're, you're getting all this the, the benefit of the speed but you always know that there's more kind of that feels just beyond your yeah. reach or that's how i feel anyway yeah uh, you know if, if you see a lot of the amazing work that, that, that people do um and I just wish sometimes I could just kind of just go further because I know I could save yeah. even more. It'd be just, just, you know? Yeah, just, just see all of these small hidden features that are. <laughs> right, right. And also it'd be good for Bernard because I had to stop DMing all the time, asking questions. <laughs> like if I did this, how I forgot? And yeah, all this type of stuff. And he sends back a laugh because for him, it's just kind of, there's nothing yet. Just write that and it's all yeah. sorted. Yeah. Cheers, mate. <laughs> but it must be an amazing thing to see people within the Power BI community actually doing, um, working with your tool that you created and oh, yeah. creating such amazing things it must be fantastic. Yeah. I mean, one of the best feelings in the world is when someone asks a question on, on the tablet, it's a GitHub site and someone else, someone in the community beats mm. me to, to the answer. It's <laughs> like, yes, I, I just, I just love every time that happens. Uh, just yeah. seeing this, this community that, that, that I've started, uh, that, that, that has grown around tablet. So that's, it's, it's really amazing. Uh, yeah. To see, and also you know, uh, people like uh, Mike Carlo, for example, who who, mm. who created his own repository of uh, of scripts uh, for mm. tablets. Uh, Michael Kowalski at Microsoft, mm. who created uh, the collection of uh, best practice rules, and even uh, wrote a wrote a, a blog post, uh, a Power BI blog post around you know you should use this this set of best practices when you're developing models with tablets. It's just amazing to see how much impact this little thing that started as a hobby project has uh, has turned into. Yeah, because we talked like often about you know, the Power BI community, but it's really, it's a sub-community. I mean, within the Power BI community yeah. or yeah. even outside of that, you have this whole other group of people who are really focused on, because, you know, as we, we said before, people within Power BI, we kind of tend to focus up on different aspects that interest most, or when we're working on certain projects, we have to use them even more. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting to see people kind of going into that and really drawing out and exposing to, to everyone else and just um, kind of unleashing more capabilities. It's quite yeah, cool. yeah. Not bad at all. Um, but so basically you, you mentioned before you, um, your work, your, your, not your job, it's difficult to say. So you work in your, your capacity is yes. where you are um, working as a, what's your, your role there, sorry? 
Yeah, so so uh, so I, I started working for Capacity in 2013, and and so my title was uh, at, at, at that point it was a senior BI consultant, I believe. Okay. Uh, so uh, oh, and and then over the years I I, I advanced to, uh, to to BI architect uh, or data analytics architect. I don't remember the, the exact title, mm -hmm. uh, but actually for the past almost two years, uh, mm -hmm. one and a half year, I've been working exclusively on uh, on Tableau three. Uh, okay. So 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 basically, I'm still employed at uh, Capacity, but but they are basically. Uh, hiring me out to, uh, to 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 the company that deals with uh, with, with tablet and so um, yeah so 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 it's like you know so so I started as, as a BI uh, consultant uh, but now I'm a full-time uh, developer um, so yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, it's it's funny how that goes but I so I actually have the, the title of, of CTO uh, okay. in, in, in the company that, that deals with tablet so since you know right, okay. I had to pick someone to to, uh, to to sit with the final uh, design mm -hmm. decisions on, on the product and mm -hmm. with the liability and, and responsibility that that you know uh, that we ship reliable secure code that's also things that you need to to be aware yeah. of and uh, yeah when you're doing commercial mm -hmm. software so yeah uh, that's uh, all of this stuff going on there very nice did the um so essentially actually you know you create a tablet editor based on this project and it is where it is now you kind of in a way, you've created your own job situation, going from being leased out of the company that you created for this tool, and then being CTO there. That's quite a um, quite a unique or cool. I'm not sure, but it's it's, it's very interesting either way that you've 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 you've, you've landed yourself there. Yeah. So I, I think from a so it, it was the, the reason why I'm still employed at Capacity is mostly just from from practical purposes because I I, I like to sit at the at the same office I, with with the, okay. with the people I usually hang around with, uh, and and there were some practicalities that that was just easier to to manage if I stayed uh, on mm -hmm. paper uh, employed at Capacity even though all of my okay. work is, is being done with uh, tablet. So, so it's not like it it it, it matters uh, a lot. But okay. it was just, you know, for for various boring practical reasons. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So, but they help anyway. And uh, one second, uh, look at Sandy saying he's doing a session on tablet edit at Data Insights Summit. So oh, everyone nice. send tricks, uh, tips and tricks. Yes, exactly. Send them on. Yeah. Give them give them a helping hand. Always good to see. And so uh, Sandy had another interesting question where he asks, uh, "What are one or two most underutilized features?" Um, I yeah. I didn't. I didn't see that. Good eye. What yeah. are one of the two most underutilized features in Tablet Editor that you think devs should start using? That is a good question. Michael. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Um, so, um, with the open source version of Tablet Editor, I, I I have a hard time telling which features are underutilized since we don't have any telemetry or anything like that, okay. that that tells us. However, with the Tablet Editor three, we actually do collect usage data, anonymous usage data, so we can we can sort of get an idea about which features people are using and which they are not using. Um, so for the open source version, I would say something like, so this is just a guess based on my experience when, when I, I talk to people and, and when, when I'm doing demos, the mm -hmm. features that impresses people the most uh, are the C-sharp scripting. Uh, capabilities. Uh, so, especially when I, uh, I usually do the one where you know where I generate explicit measures based on a, a on a number of columns, mm. and then I generate time intelligence measures on top of those. So mm. I, I went from like having five numeric columns in the table to suddenly having forty five different measures with you know all, mm. all of the flavors of year to date and and month to date and all of that yeah, stuff. That's awesome. And that just takes a couple of, couple of seconds. So, so that that usually impresses people and and uh, and and, and g gets their attention towards using this uh, C sharp uh, scripting functionality. So yeah. that's that's one that you should definitely look into if, if you're not already using it uh, in one way or or another. Sure. Um, and then for for tablet three, I would say the the Dax debugger uh, has not seen as much use as I had hoped. Uh, we launched the, the debugger back in, in January, um, and it's a really really powerful feature. If uh, if you're learning docs, or if 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 even if, if you feel that you are at a stage where 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 you have learned uh, docs, 
but you still can't seem to get the right numbers uh, in, in your calculations. <laughs> yeah. I know that happens to me all the time. Yeah. Uh, that's when, uh, when when the debugger really comes in handy because it allows you to, to step through the code line by line, function call by function call, and inspect the filter context, the row context, evaluate calculations within the current context. And, and you know, it's just a tremendously powerful tool to, to figure out what's, what's going on in your uh, calculations. Um, so, yeah. So I get scared that if I use that, my DAX will be so bad that it'll revoke my Power BI license and my tabulated <laughs> license. Be like, nope, get out. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, yeah, but no, that it is. Uh, to be honest, I must admit, I've I saw it released in January. And I thought it sounded really cool, but I actually I probably fall in that category of people who haven't used it enough. So now that you said that, I'm going to do it. I promise you, I'm going to get into it more. Sounds good. Yeah, get get stuck into it. Um, Maybe you do like a, a you know like an exploration video or an unboxing video where you just try it out while while you're recording yourself just. You know, to see yeah, the, what the, the reactions would be and so on. I'll I'll just call the measure. This contains intentional errors, right? <laughs> and then that's just just my backup there, <laughs> so so I don't feel quite so foolish. Oh man, yeah, but it's. I think for me, I forget what it was that I saw, and I think this actually also exists in the. Um, sorry, the sound gone. Yeah, I'm still here. This also exists in the. Um, in Tablet Editor 2, it was the functionality just to show the data in like a, was it like a matrix or, or a table um, style thing? I forget what it was now. Um, so in, in Tablet Editor 2, there's no UI to, to visualize data no. uh, within the model, but uh, but it is actually possible uh, by using a C-sharp script, okay. uh, write a DAX query and, and to show the results in a, in a, in a pop-up. Uh, okay. Dialogue. Um, it's, it's not as, as tightly integrated as, as what we have in Tablet Editor 3 that you know allows you to browse through yeah. tables containing millions of records and so on. Uh, but, but I mean, if, if you need to, it's possible. But I would say there are better tools out there uh, for, uh, for browsing the data than, uh, than the free version of Tablet Editor. And DAX Studio is, is the obvious uh, yeah. choice there. So Going back to what you said before, I do remember the first time I used this, this script that would created all my measures and mm -hmm. then hid all the color automatically hid yeah, all the yeah. color and i looked i was just kind of like, that's just awesome yeah it's just i mean and it you, it's a sort of thing you like you think it's it, it's so simple but it works so well and i say it's so simple but i can't actually do that myself i need to take someone else's script to do it for me because if someone yeah. said can you write that i'm like no yeah which is so yeah, yeah, and I, I guess that that's the the thing about these scripts is, is that they can seem a little scary uh, if if you haven't written any 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 real code like C sharp or PowerShell or anything like that. Uh, but then again, I, I would say that take a look at, at the examples that, that we have on the documentation side because it's yeah. I mean usually you can get by with what's already there, and and uh, if not, it's typically just a matter of making small changes to the code, and then you get what what you need. So yeah. this is what I was referencing before, by the way, the yeah. pivot grid. Um, the pivot grid is what I was um, talking about. That is a really, was when I discovered that it was a that was like blown away. I was like, because it's so fast. It's like, oh, so there was really tremendously helpful to see that. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess these features of, of Tablet Editor 3, so the value of these features are really that, that you have all of them in, in one single tool. So you don't have mm. to switch between you know, Excel for, for mm. the pivot, pivot table in Excel to be able to test your measures, or Management Studio when you want to, or DAX Studio when, to, when you want to, to, to mm. query uh, the model. You can just do everything in, in one single tool, and you can bring up as many table previews and, and mm. pivot grids and so on. And the fact that it actually automatically updates all of these views whenever yeah. you make a change. So if you if if you change a formula uh, for a measure, for example, and you, you pivot grids and everything just instantly updates to show you the, the, the new results. Yeah. So, yeah. I, tablet Editor uh, 3, actually, or Tablet Editor 3, whatever, um, 2 at first, changed um, the way I it changed my, 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 my best practice. I always was fully um, measure table, right? I was all about measure tables, all measures were on the table. I maybe have like two tables, like one for format and measures, but because of this ability to kind of quickly create all the measures and then hide all the columns, I was suddenly like, okay, actually now I prefer this because yeah. everything seems a bit more organized now. So um, I don't like 
contradicting myself but in this case it was just kind of like, well why would i now put them in a different table because everything is it's so much cleaner to do it that way so it was funny just the way to having that functionality just to right click and say okay now i'm going to change completely the way i work in that regard because <laughs> you know yeah it's quite cool um here's a question from uh steven what's the number one feature that users like have in tabular editor 3. yeah so one of the things that we get a lot of uh, requests for are uh, git uh, integration source control integration uh, and we actually do have something on the the drawing board we, we're doing some testing internally I think we will be ready to ship something um, within a month, hopefully. Um, okay. So that's uh, actually the first reveal. Uh, a month, maybe two months. Um, cool. right. We still need, need some more testing. Um, and, and it's kind of funny because it, it's, it's always been one of these features where I sort of feel that other tools do a much better job than that than what we can deliver. But again, in, in tune with the philosophy of having everything in one tool, uh, mm -hmm. then I guess it just makes sense to at least have some some basic uh, integration with Git, so you can you know view your changes, write commit messages, push pull, all of the stuff that that you know if you use the Visual Studio Team Explorer uh, mm -hmm. for 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 integration integration with Git. So that's what we uh, that, that that's what we're currently working on um, behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, and that's yeah due to to popular demand uh, basically. Very nice. I have this like strange smirk on myself because on my face because I feel that the the universe is pushing me to uh, away from my disdain of all things Git and GitHub. I can't. I've just I I. I I'm fully, it's not like, I'm not like I, I revel in my ignorance. Um, and I, what amuses me sometimes is like, and people are very helpful. You know, they'll send me messages on, on, um, on Twitter. I think Sandeep did it the other day and he sent, someone had written this, like, you know, get easily explained. Um, and it was helpful, but my general issue with get is the fact that when I get there, I can't find anything. I, I understand the terms. I understand now because I've learned them and people, people have like helped me in that regard, yeah. but I'll get to it and I'll be like, but where is everything? And they're yeah. like, click this button to go to the file. And I click on the button, I'm like, where's the file? It's just, um, so there's yeah. nothing, that, nothing that makes me feel more stupid than GitHub. So there you go. Um, no, that's, that's, <laughs> that's definitely a, a learning curve uh, for, uh, for for Git and and uh, yeah, and, and GitHub also uh, for, for that matter. But we're, so so the, the Git integration that we have in mind for, for Tablets of 3 is pretty basic. Uh, but it allows you to, to get the job done uh, in, in the simplest way possible without having to switch over to the Git command line or uh, Visual Studio Team Explorer or whatever. So so that's what we're we're aiming for. Cool. Well, from, from the comments, everyone seems to be very happy about that. I'm going to yeah. bring it this comment because I really like the the position of the the face, <laughs> the unhappy face with the fantastic news. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, people seem to be very happy about that. So very cool. And thanks for thanks for the uh, the reveal there. I feel I should have some kind of button that like that has like balloons and streamers and things <laughs> when there's some kind of reveal. So that that, that that that's quite nice. How often do you, do you um regarding this question about you know another number one requested um uh, option or, or functionality? Do you like is it do you get a lot of re re direct requests from people? Or is it no? Is it more from like you know? unnamed big customers or just like the, or the average person who kind of uses and just contacts what is that what's that like um so so specifically this feature is 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 uh, is, is a little thing uh, a little bit of everything basically we, we've seen this request come in from big customers uh, we've seen it come in on the the github community forum and also just people reaching out in, in dms and so on so yes. this is definitely something that that people want uh, and yeah, and that's why we, we do deliver it. But in general, I would say, uh, I mean, a lot of the, the features, mostly smaller things uh, uh, we've added to the tool has been based on, you know, just community feedback. Uh, so uh, the, in, in the latest release, uh, 3.3.0 from last week, uh, we added the ability to open a model as uh, as read-only or read-refresh only. And that was actually based on a, on a customer uh, or a, a community suggestion uh, that uh, that it would be nice to be able to open a model without having to worry about uh, making uh, unintended changes uh, to, to, to that model. Like if you're connecting to a production model because you want to see what's going on, but you don't want to make any changes. And then in another window, you have your development model and you don't want to, to mix those up by accident. Um, so yeah, so so uh, and, and there are a lot of, of small features like that that are 
basically based on on community uh, feedback. Mm. I, I cool. believe in in the value of of you know people who are actually using the tool every day. Uh, they they definitely know maybe even better than me what what uh, kind of features would be nice to have. Yeah, but actually, let's see a good point. How often do you get the chance to use your own tool? Not that often, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, so, so ever, ever since I, I transitioned into working full time as a as a developer on Tableau Editor and and, uh, and no longer as a BI consultant, uh, it's it's actually quite rare that I get the chance to uh, you know to to work uh, on a full fledged uh, real life uh, Tableau model. Mm-hmm. I have some good colleagues uh, now and then who 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 allow me to work on their clients' uh, data models. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I'm testing new features, but but it's mostly for purposes of of testing stuff mm-hmm. that we're building and and not really for for doing BI. Yeah, fair enough. Then. I think it was I was speaking to Alex Powers a few weeks ago, and he mentioned that at Microsoft to say, I think it was Alex. He was saying, you know, try and stay as technical as you can, yeah. Um, so you keep using. But I can, I mean, I I can't comment on this because I'm <clears throat> in regards hierarchy. I'm not very very high up it, but I can imagine that the higher you go and the more other things that you have to deal with, it's very difficult to actually have that time to just get in there and kind of play play with it. And this is the thing, right? You created something. Sorry, I have my issues with sound here. You created something that you did for, as you say, for saving time and also pleasure. You enjoyed it. But now that you've created that, that can, can be enjoyed by so many other people and used by you yourself are kind of like, yeah, but now I can play with it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, that I, I sometimes feel feel just like that. Yeah. Uh, but then again, I'm also having a lot of fun building new features and course, uh, yeah. you know helping helping out customers use the tool and get the most out of it. So absolutely. Do you have your own like um, like mental back, uh, backlog of things that you kind of wish you could um, roll out but you don't have time for because of other bigger requests? Oh yes, uh, I do uh, for sure. So one thing that I've been wanting to do for a, lo- for a long time was uh, was to have a better uh, deployment story. Uh, so uh, you've probably seen what the uh, ALM toolkit uh, does with the uh, it shows you the diff between the, those two models. I would like to have something similar in uh, in, in, in Tableau Editor. And recently, also uh, Matthias Tierbach, and I see he was actually in, in the chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, ha- has made this awesome library for uh, for you know for cracking open an, a PBIX file and and, mm-hmm. and uh, for for enabling better version control. I think there's a lot of uh, th- there's an interesting story there, uh, and I think that that could also be uh, be room mm-hmm. for for some interesting uh, uh, collaborations um, if I had the, uh, the time. Because right now, uh, yeah, we we have other other stuff that that. Uh, yeah. Have higher priorities, but but yeah, I, I do have uh, you know things that uh, I mean, if, if there were forty eight hours in a day, I, I would uh, <laughs> definitely uh, be be able to deliver. I think if, if there were forty eight hours in a day, we would just get some sleep, mate. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably. yeah. I mean, you said you got three kids as well, right? So because sometimes you just got to have a bit of a nap. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. No, and and that's the thing, right? Because I I actually feel like I have a better work work life balance now than than I did like two or three years ago. Because I, at that time I was working full time as a as a consultant, and then I also felt that I had to work on uh, on on tabulators on the side. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now I'm 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 just you know a regular full time job. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's just tablets all the time. So, so when I'm off from work, I'm actually off from work, and I don't have to uh, you know consider some other hobby project that needs to uh, mm. needs to grow yeah and so uh, yeah, definitely better off now yeah nice i'm not sure if you saw actually Stephen mentioned this in the comments i think just as you were saying it an alm firm as if you were can calculate the differences between two data sets can you do something in tablet at three so basically i think you answered the question yeah as, exactly. as... That, that's that's some of the features that i would love to yeah. have but uh, but yeah right now we just need to prioritize other things of course, of course, completely. As I say, I'm sure that's the same. And uh, whomever you speak to, whatever job you're doing, there's always think, "Oh, I'd love to do that. I'll do that next." Yeah. But then, exactly. some, then something else comes up, and like it's always like you know, it's always like you know, number three, but you never get past number two. I think it's something we can absolutely all relate to, you know. Yeah. And uh, what this is a fair question, actually. What role do the Italians play in the tablet edit development feature? I. I so I'm actually thinking if uh, I, I'm not sure I got uh, any specific feature requests from the uh, the Italians. I mean I I I I got a lot of assistance from these guys in mm. in, in various aspects, especially in uh, in the development of the the Dax parser. 
which underlies all of the you know intelligence and, and semantic checking and so on that, that is in interpreter three. Mm. Um, but uh, but did, did they actually request any? Well, uh, of course they requested a lot of you know small things uh, like uh, the, the DAX format integration was uh, was one of the first. It's uh, a good one. Things. Um, but but I don't recall them actually requesting any any major new features. I, I think they just you know like they always do just yeah be on the sideline and just you know comment everything. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, but but yeah, they, they've been uh, tremendously helpful in uh, especially in the development of uh, of, of the D new DAX uh, capabilities of yeah. three. When it comes to DAX format, and you like long line or short line? Short line. Yes, correct answer. <laughs> there, you, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> But actually, just just for the record, if you're using Tableau three, it's actually uh, Tableau three has its own built-in formatter where that you can actually configure. So you can even you can you can specify a number, which is a number of characters. So if you're not satisfied with either the long option or the short option, and you want something in between or whatever, you can actually configure that in, uh, in Tableau three. It would be really fun to kind of, if someone, you know, if you're ever in the office, which I'm not, if your colleague leaves leaves their computer unlocked, to set it to like one. Yeah, or a million. So or, yeah. <laughs> that would be infinitely more evil. <laughs> uh, that would just remind me of my early days of writing DAX. I was like, yeah, I'll just write this as a long sentence. There's nothing wrong with this. It's going to look great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, Jeff uh, just asked. Uh, uh, Come into that. Yeah. And that's actually possible with, with tablets of three. We call them uh, debug commas inspired by DAX Studio, which I believe has a, has a similar feature. Okay. And uh, so yeah, you just right click and choose the debug comma format option, and then yeah, commas move to the start of the line. Nice. Um, yeah. I discovered recently for some reason I don't know why that when I write um, so DAX I prefer them at the end, but with SQL at the beginning. At I yeah, don't know yeah. Why. I prefer commas at the end, but uh, but I like the ability to quickly reformat to have them at the beginning of the line when I'm doing some debugging or, or when I, I want to comment out uh, a parameter, and then I switch. You know, when I'm done debugging, I always format it back to the to the regular format uh, with, with commas at the end. <laughs> okay, so, so it's just you know switching back and forth uh, depending on what I'm doing. Fair enough, sir. Oh, brilliant. I think someone, I forgot, seen the comments and said, yeah, okay, at the end, so the other developers don't beat me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Oh, awesome. Um, okay, so we've had a, we've hit the 45 minute mark and I don't want to take up too much of your time. Um, I always promise 45 minutes. I love this. I love when, when you ask these, these questions, like, what do you prefer, short or long? Comes at the start, comes at the end. I love how everyone has an opinion on these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the same thing goes for, for tabs versus spaces and, and, and yeah. all of that discussion. But the good news is, again, if you're using Tableau 3, you can configure all of that stuff to your heart content. So, yeah, so just go wild. I don't want to force any particular standard upon people. They're That's free to do whatever crazy stuff that they want. It's fantastic. The fact that you've given that option is great because you can just, you know, you know what? It's, it's up to you. It's your opinion. Keep me out of your arguments. You do what you want to do. Okay? And I know, I, 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 so I'll say this now, but I know the, the Italians are probably going to hate me for it. But you can even configure Tableau 3 to you know, change how it formats all of the, the keywords and the, and the functions. Because normally when we're, we're writing DAX, we're writing all of the functions in, in capital uh, letters. Mm -hmm. um, and and the reason for that was actually historic because in, in the very very first uh, 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 DAX editor for uh, Visual Studio and, and uh, Power Pivot back when it was was called that, it, it didn't have a, a very good font uh, for for displaying. It. I, I think it was something like Arial or something like that. It wasn't even a, a monospaced font. So okay. to be able to better distinguish you know, function names from uh, measure references and, and column references and so on. Uh, the Italians actually came up with this with this way of, you know, always capitalizing function names and so on. No so way. It's easier to distinguish this this stuff in, 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 in the editor that we had back then. But today, I mean, with, with the modern uh, editor, uh, I mean, it, it's no longer a big deal. And, and for many pe people, myself included, seeing all of these caps uh, all over the place it's just you know it, it feels like the code is just screaming at my face so so sometimes i actually prefer <laughs> to, you know changing it so in, in tablet three you can choose to have it uh, you know capitalize only the first letter or writing every, everything in lowercase or you know camel case there are some options you can you can choose from and then it just applies that to uh, to your code 
That's pretty cool. Yeah. I love that. It's just really, it's just basically everything a completely customizable experience. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, it might be a little unnecessary, but I have fun, fun yeah. writing it. So I guess that's, that's that. <laughs> exactly. And the fact, I mean, yeah, I think it, the, the capitalization is probably something I would never change because I'm so used to it. Yeah. And it's it just kind of draws the eye. You kind of know, know what it looks sometimes, but you know, yeah, exactly. Just James says Dax is an is an, is an aggressive language. So uh, it screams at you in in Italian. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> and it screams at you, and then you know you, you get your red underlines. Well, I do anyway, and then it's just kind of like stop, just leave me alone. It's all too much. <laughs> but yeah, the fact that you the fact that you can um, is just it's just a nice thing to have. And it's people like playing around with these things, you know. People like to be like. I mean, I I. I was tweeted the other day about using C, um, not C plus, I using Notepad plus plus, yeah, um, which is just great for a bit of copy and paste and stuff. I never really got into it, but then I looked that you can change a couple of options, and it was great to do a quick um, comparison. And then there were so many options to play around. It just became a, it's just a bit of fun, and it kind of like it's a nice thing to have be able to adapt, and it kind of draws your attention away, away sometimes. And I don't know if everyone's brain works differently, right? And if, it can, if you can make something more visible and it helps that person, especially if you use it for so many hours a day, then exactly. it's a good thing. Exactly. Good yeah. Thing. And I mean, it, the cost of, of having these configuration options are, are minimal. I mean, once you have the, the DAX parser and the DAX format and all of that stuff built into the tool, then, then it's just, you know, a small flag to say, hey, should we format functions as uppercase or lowercase or or whatever so so it's just you know a really really low hanging fruit and if it helps someone out there then yeah. that's good actually i saw i think you posted something the other day that i picked up on about the ability to change the color of the formatting of type of the editor based on the instance that you were using there was something yeah. around that that yeah. i found very helpful yeah uh, and that was actually inspired by a similar feature in uh, in SQL Server Management Studio, where it just changes the color of the status bar uh, at the bottom of the screen. Because again, if, if you are launching two, three, four instances of, of mm -hmm. tablets at once, connecting to different servers, development, test, production, then you just want a, a, an easy visual way to, to distinguish uh, these. So mm -hmm. if you have one that you don't want to touch, but you still want it open, make it red, and then another one that's green or, or whatever. So yeah. yeah. That's, and that's also based on popular uh, feedback, uh, community feedback. Yeah, that was a cool one. It was kind of reminded me of the way I started using like my browsers using Edge. It was different color schemes for each one. Yeah. I used to use a different browser for each uh, for each function. And so no, no, I use your um, use of colors. I went to that. I saw you did that. I was like, this works perfect. Yeah. Anyway, mate, I do apologize. I could, I could keep rambling um, on forever. Yeah, and I'm uh, I'm happy. That's fantastic. As long as you're having fun, it's all right. Um, but no, let's um, let's let's call it a day. It's been a lot of fun. It's been really great to kind of to get to know the the mind behind this tool that we all use. And uh, thanks for joining and thanks for sharing all the, all these um, all these cool stuff with us. You know. Yeah. Thanks for having. Me. Absolute pleasure. Everyone in the comments, thank you as well. It's great. I really appreciate all the questions coming through. Um, it's great to have you here. I'll be here again next week, next Thursday, pretty much the same time, I think. Um, Thank you, everyone. Thanks, Daniel. Take care and see you all next time. Goodbye.